Sight Lap is brought to you by Yamaha. Rev your heart and join the Blue Crew for contingency, technical support videos, trackside support, demos and riding schools, apparel and merchandise. Get on the winning team. Join Yamaha's Blue Crew today. Nihilo Concepts, the leaders in grip technology. Whether it's frame grip, lever grip, grip donuts, which are fully customizable, or even the SOS device, which will keep you from being stranded. Check out all the products Nihilo Concepts makes for your motorcycle. And by Complete Racing Solutions, the leading resource for health and wellness and performance, where results are driven by the science of performance. Visit CompleteRacingSolutions.com for more information on training, nutrition, hydration, recovery, injury prevention, flexibility, and so much more. It's an incredible resource. Get over to CompleteRacingSolutions.com. And by FlowVision. FlowVision goggles combine a lifetime of riding and racing experience to create the perfect goggle. Includes outrigger performance fitment system for optimal function, a removable nose guard for added protection and rider comfort, triple layer rider comfort foam for maximum sweat absorption and fitment, relaxed nose support for increased breathing, boundary ventilation system to aid with sweat reduction and relief, a 45 millimeter wide anti-slip strap with a 3D printed poly logo, Flowvision lenses are three times thicker than the standard goggle lens for clarity of vision, and they come in multicolors. It's CE certified, and get this, they retail for $56. Check out Flowvision goggles today. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sight Lap. I'm your host, David Pingree. I've got Ryan Hughes here joining me at the studio. Thanks for jumping in with us, buddy. Always. Uh, so we're looking ahead to the Red Bud National, and uh, this track... Definitely a fan favorite, uh, a rider favorite. It's just a cool vibe. It's 4th of July weekend always, so that adds a little something to it. But a great facility. They do a good job bringing in, bringing in good dirt and trying to really uh, make this place the best it can be. Uh, looking at the weekend, looking ahead, weathermen are always wrong, but right now it's saying 83 degrees, sunny, nice weather. Again, we're getting pretty damn lucky with the weather at these events. Yeah, it always seemed like I went to Red, but it was hot. You yeah, know? but again, even 83, but you put humidity in there, it could be different. And again, it's it's Midwest, so so to speak. So weather can change. Yeah, we could have. It, it could yeah, change right. the next day. Absolutely, so. uh, but looking good at the moment. And um, some of the some of the nuances of this place, they tend to overwater it. In my opinion, mm -hmm. it's always muddy in the morning. I mean, some of the muddiest damn riding I've ever done was at that place in the morning, which can lead to it being a little bit one-lined. Um, it gets mushy if you get out of that. They've done a good job of bringing in some sand in recent years. Yep. The sand rollers are a nice addition, that helps. Uh, but it gets very rutted, very rough. And um, obviously one thing you can't talk about Red Bull without mentioning LaRocco's Leap. Mm. Uh, super one. fun to watch. I did it one time mm -hmm. on a 125. Ricky and I had to come from outside yeah, the they, fence and just come yeah, flying yeah. at it. And we both jumped it one time. But the thing is, back in our day, that third, the, the landing was like a bump. Yeah. Was a bump. Yeah. So you came up short, you OJ'd it. Like, there was definitely, now they have a bigger, they have a kind of a ski ramp. So it's a little bit more forgiving, I think, to be perfect. Like, in our day, we had to be perfect. Yeah. And But now... It seems like they have a bigger ski ramp, so then that you can be a little bit more perfect. But if you don't make it, well, maybe a bigger, big, bigger yeah. ejection. <laughs> I've seen a couple of big yeah. crashes actually oh, on yeah. that thing. Yeah, uh, guys that probably shouldn't be out there, but you, yeah. I've seen some gnarly crashes. Um, so we was looking ahead to this track, uh, 250 class. The big question here, in my opinion, is what's going to happen with the Lawrence boys? Uh, we saw at High Point, Hunter looking 
just starting to look a little pissed that, he, yeah. that his brother keeps stealing these from him. Um, he's right there nipping at his heels, and I think we're going to see some fireworks, no pun intended, since it's yeah. 4th of July, but between these two, before this season's over, I just don't see how you can live under the same roof, be this close, Hunter's watching his brother cash these big-ass checks, mm-hmm. and uh, you know get more ass than a rental car seat, and he's just right there in second. Yeah. Every he's, week, yeah, every he, week. And I think he's going to have enough at some point. Yeah, will, will we see that this weekend? I think I think when you it's just like when <clears throat> let's say you're you're David Pingree and you have a son that starts racing and his name's Johnny. Now you're Johnny's dad. Right? So now, when it starts to become Jet's brother, <laughs> yeah. Then it's going to be ugly, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, you're yeah. not you're not Hunter Lawrence anymore, you're Jet's brother. Yeah, Jet's brother got second. Jet, you know what I mean? That stuff can happen. So again, you're definitely going to see something because again, you can't be a competitor. You can't be, you know, an Australian seem to have this little bit of a piss and vinegar in them. Uh, and again, if I was in those shoes, man, and my little brother was kicking my, you know, beating me, I'm like, dude. Would you send him over and I, Yeah, I would have to, I'd have to make sure that he knew that he was in a battle with me. You yeah. know what I mean? Because again, it's not like. They've been very yeah, clean. It's not like they yeah. just lucked into getting into this spot or it just happened last night. They've been working their asses off for years. Yeah. And for. You know what I mean? And like we talked in last show, saying if it was if it was Big Brother beating Little Brother, then I think it's a little bit more accepted. But Little Brother beating Big Brother, that's a weird uh, doesn't, doesn't happen. It's just yeah. like if you got your ass kicked by your little brother, you'd be like, what would you do? You'd go to the gym. You'd yeah. start to go, I'm going to start doing some karate lessons. You know, I'm gonna start. <laughs> and next time he comes up, it's caca, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say, if you haven't watched their episode of the Whiskey Throttle Show, the, the path those guys had to go through to get here mm-hmm. is wild. It is, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, what these, what this family sacrificed, what that dad did, man, I, yeah, I got and, a lot and, of respect. And for it them. was all, it was all on, all on a hope, all on a hunch, you know, yeah. and again, you know, get these kids here in America, they're just so pampered. They're so pampered. And you go down this amateur level and it's just so, it's, it's, it's only about the, the, the promoters making money. That's it's all it's about. It's not about producing riders, and with the road they didn't went to, it was all about producing, you know, developing their kids. Yeah. We went here to develop, here to develop. We're going to sacrifice this to develop. We're going to take a big ass chance to develop. But here, it's everything's just on this nice little cozy path of what you think you need to do. And these two kids are smashing everybody. Yeah. Well, that's the reason why. The other question we've got uh, in this class is, can Justin Cooper get up into that mix? He keeps poking his head up in there, just doesn't seem to have the ability to stay in the fight for the whole 30 plus two. Um, Maybe this will be the weekend. He's got a week off, has had a week off uh, to do some extra training. Uh, A lot of these guys um, will recover a little bit during that time off if they were sick. Both Lawrence boys have been sick. Uh, I know Dungey had some, some health issues, you know, just some kind of sickness. So they probably use that time to, to heal a little bit, where a guy like Justin Cooper, he just needs the seat time, he needs the, the bicycle miles, he need all of that stuff, right, yeah. to continue to build his fitness up. He was off for a long time with a bad ankle injury, and tough to do much training with a, a bum ankle. Yeah, and I think, you know, you, you go off of, as a coach, as, a, as an ex-racer, all that, you go off of where you're at. You yeah. know what I mean? Hey, yeah, I've been a little sick, so maybe I take some time off. Hey, you know what, I feel good, so what you do is bust that that first week you just put a hard ass weekend and then the week leading up to the race hey you take some time off Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you recover and just do the maintenance stuff now if you're coming a little bit under the weather or whatever maybe take some time off you know kind of uh get the nuts and bolts back tightened and then you 
then you put your training back in, you know. So either way is fine. You just have to go off what's working for you, mm-hmm. you know, anybody else, you know. Yeah, that's that, that week off looked a lot different just depending on your yeah. own personal situation, right? But always good to have. This sport grind is such a grind and, and you know, Plessinger twisted his ankle. Like there's always yeah. you're always dealing with something that's sore or tweaked or tired. Yeah, and you don't know what anybody else is dealing with, you know, from a practice crash or whatever. Now every day everybody's so silent about their injuries and it's just like, you know what? Yeah. I always just said, Hey, this is what's happening. If I kick your ass with that, then you got some issues. <laughs> <laughs> always classy, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Straighten your face, man. <laughs> Uh, all right, so the 250 class, that's really, those are really the questions. When we look at the 450 class, this is Chase Sexton's home track. Um, you know, you and I mentioned that Glenn Helen on a typical Thursday versus Glenn Helen at the National. It's almost like, Paula, is this, it's like this is yeah. the same track? Because once you get banners and this, but again, I don't know if they have too many ride days at, at, uh, well, at Redbud. Well, I, I think that he's put in a lot of laps there, but as I he think put, he, as, But is he putting more than Eli has? Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> right? Eli's you raced know? there so many years. Yeah, I think the, the thing that helps is that the fans and family yeah. that show up and, and you feel like you've got this big support group and, man, yeah. I want to do good for the hometown. And that, that track, I think, is going to be a very good track for him. That that flowy yeah. style, smooth in the corners, high gear, traction all the time. Uh, old, consistent, good starts. You know, and the kids fit, too. So I think this is going to be a good track for him, you know? So really, it's going to come down to, to the battle between he and Eli, and then can Anderson, can Roxon, can those guys get up in there in the mix? What about Dungey? Yeah, he keeps yeah. surprising us. I keep sort of forgetting about him, and then he'll get a whole shot and poke his head up into the top three, and you're like, I guess I got to include this guy. He he just I th- I think he you include him for there, but I just don't know if he has just that next that little notch that these yeah. other guys have. But he's you a know? guy who probably used this week to grind. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I can't deny him, but just going off these last few races, it's like, yeah, you got the speed, but then these guys just have a little bit more. Yeah. And that's maybe age. That's maybe uh, being in the game a little bit, um, you know, for the last five years that he hasn't. Yeah. So, again, what he's doing is very, very impressive. Very impressive. But uh, he said that, just that next little notch. He you know? can't find the, that intensity is what's sort of catching off guard, yeah. particularly in the opening laps. Yeah. Um, which we hear a lot of guys that come over here from Europe. Yeah, even just, Tyrone says it, yeah. Man, they just go, like Roxon, a million miles an hour right out of the gate. And, yeah. if, and it sort of it'll catch you off guard and guys are just blowing by you all of a sudden. You went from first to fifth. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I think that, that some of that will come back. Can he get all the way back? I don't He. I don't think he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to see. And that's going to be another fun storyline to watch. But... Um, Especially when we get to Millville, where it's his home track. Yeah, that's true. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but sometimes home tracks put a little bit more pressure on you. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, we'll see. So one other thing I want to talk about, that that 450 class is going to be a barn burner. Um, There's just too many good guys. We've had four different winners in four rounds leading up to this point. I got to believe we're going to have a a repeat winner at this event. So who will it be? Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about something, because Redbud is going to be the location for the 2022 Motocross to Nations. And... If you're looking at Team USA, I want to talk about a couple of different scenarios here. Obviously, you got Italy that's the reigning champs. Will Caroli come back and race? We'll see. Maybe he's announced it by this point, but we haven't heard yet, um, just to get some time on the track. But who do you pick for Team USA right now if you had to, if it was Ryan Hughes' decision? First team manager of Roger de Costa. Um, I'd definitely tell Mac. You yeah. know, definitely Tomac. You got to go down, okay, Hunter, Australian. 
um, Jet Australian, Joe Japanese. So, okay, the first American, unfortunately, is fourth, is Cooper, right? And points. So you pick Cooper. The other two would be Anderson, of course, right now. But him and Dungey are very close. So what I would do is like... <clears throat> After the series was over, if their points were close, unless one of them just dominated every single race over that guy, but if they were just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, points were close, I would go back to who rode this track best mm -hmm. between Dungey and maybe Anderson right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's If I had to pick had to pick a uh, team right now, that's what it would be, and I would just kind of go off, because everybody has a, a track that they ride a little bit better than the next, so it's not like a motocross to nation series, it's a race. Yep. So... I would go off that, you know yeah, what I mean? That's an interesting point. And I think, you know, we've had trouble getting our guys to go to this event in years past, but this being on home turf, I got to believe. It's easy. Yeah. I got to believe most guys will be like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. They do have to commit to those extra weeks of training and staying on top of things, but yeah, yeah they're not flying across the pond. And, and, and I feel that, the, you know, the MXGPs or whatever do that on a reason, on purpose to extend it or whatever, because they know the Americans are getting Supercross ready, mm. all this, your mindset's already on Supercross, you know what I mean? Mm. Not riding outdoors. And again, when you, and then they don't race for a month, you put a racehorse in the stables for a little bit then take him out to go race, he's gonna be a, a tick off. Yeah. But a tick off every lap yeah. is now, you're 10 seconds behind and oh my God, the, the Europeans are so much faster. Mm. Well, no, it was just a tick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Gotcha. The other really interesting thing for motocross donations that just I was in my head kicking around is what's Team Australia going to look like? It's going to be a good uh, team, man. Let's say you put Jet on the 250, put yeah. Hunter on a 450, and you add Mitch Evans, who's already factory Honda over there doing really well. That's a really powerful team. Yeah, and even, there might be even somebody in Australia that's kick-ass too, you know, which mm -hmm. there has been. You know, and, and that's what I would do. I would go Mitch Evans 450. I would put Jet on 450. Would you? I would put Jet on 450 over the Hunter. I really would. I just think that he's a little taller, a little bigger. I think his style is going to be just incredible on a 450. That's what I would do. Yeah. You know. Well, so. interesting. Uh, interesting. Just to just to chat about. We're a little ahead <laughs> of ourselves on that one, but um, uh, shouldn't be too long before we're there. Uh, what do you expect to see here at Redbud if you had to kind of do some predictions on each class? Um, well, again, it's going to be the Hunter or the Hunter, the Lawrence brothers, uh, probably battling for this thing. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Hunter this one. Think Hunter's brother or or Hunter? Hunter's brother <laughs> is going to do that. The Hunter brothers, <laughs> they're they're hunting for this win. So I'm going to pick Hunter to to win this one. Okay, I really do because I, he's raced this track. I think at donations a couple times, whatever. Uh, I think he's so damn hungry. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him. Of course, Jet will be you know second, and I think Cooper will come up and be finally be that top three guy this next weekend. Yep. But you know you'd be stupid to to put somebody else in the mix when you have those two guys going one two one two one two. You know. Uh, four, yeah. Four fifty class. I feel. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Tomac. I just I just feel that this 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 roll that he has, the steamrolls coming on. Yeah. You know, so I'm gonna go Eli. Um, Sexton and then Ken. I think Ken's going to have some time to reevaluate. I think this, that track's a really good track for him also. Mm. Big, you know, open, a little bit faster, smoother. Not smoother, but not just so, you know, high point was da, 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 you know what yeah, I mean? Yep. This is a lot a more floatier, a open. Softer, yeah, yeah, a little bit more open, more European-ish. So. Frankly, I, I like your picks. I would go the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, Hunter Jet Cooper and then Eli, Sexton, and, and Kenny. Yeah. Um, but... What the hell do we know? Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, this has been SightLap. As always, get over to whiskeythrottlemedia.com. Check out everything we've got going on over there. Uh, these, this feature, also Riders Meeting. We've also got bike tests and columns and all kinds of content. So go check it out. Uh, thank you to Ryan Hughes for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next week.